An Evening at the Movies is a proud member of the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network. Other shows in the network include Masturbators, The Sip List, Crushgasm, Love is Black, Men are the Prize, Crime Rewind, and Literature Reapers. You can find out all about our shows and more at idnmtrpodcastnetwork.com. Happy listening. You are now entering the world of a movie review. A world full of drama, joy, ridicule, movie spoilers, unpopular opinions, and adult humor for as far as the eye can see. Welcome to An Evening at the Movies. Hello, my... Um, um, are you trying to steal my thunder? Take two. See, he says steal my thunder, and then I'm not supposed to make that fucking joke. <laughs> we did. We already stole it. Uh, well, we I was just saying, we kind of sort of addressed the thunder issue before the two of you joined in. So you know, it is on. what it, it is. Never the problem with the fans in Seattle. It was the shitty, dumbass ownership in the shitty, dumbass city. That, and, okay, and, so and literally, like. And Aubrey McClendon. <laughs> like, literally. Jen and Steven can confirm this. Like my literal comment last night, what or about last night's hockey game? We got our ass handed to us by Minnesota, five to two, and it was five to one the majority of the damn night. But it wasn't the fact that the fans were sh- the fans were there celebrating, rooting on the damn team until the final buzzer. So it's not the fan. It literally was the ownership that cost us a goddamn basketball team. In my honest to God opinion, but and the with all that shitty lease. Well, I mean, Key Arena was not a great arena back then, anyway. Gallagher Wright was re- better than you, for fuck's sake. The redone Climate Pledge Arena now? I texted you guys the picture. It looks a hell of a lot better now than it ever did when the Sonics lived there. Wait, what's so, your arena's name? Climate Pledge Arena. What the fuck does that mean? I have no clue. It, it's the Pacific Northwest, and we're tree huggers up here. So all I heard was blah blah blah, fucking hippie. That's what I was gonna say. We're tree huggers, so they're pledging change to the climate. That's not what they're doing to the trees. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. But with all of that said, um, eight minutes later. Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of An Evening at the Movies. I am your party planner host for the evening, who is joined by his, um, I suppose, better co-host. But we'll get to that in a minute, because, as always, this is the podcast where we eat the stale popcorn, we drink the watered-down sodas, and we discuss all of our favorite movies and why we love them. And with all that said, now, welcome back, co-host. Glad that you are feeling better and not as much limping around as you were the last couple weeks. Yeah, I'm uh, doing a little better. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still, it's hard to tell between the pain meds and the flu meds and like I'm getting better, but I'm also still really like a little loopy and anyway, I don't know. But you yeah. got pain meds. <laughs> Dizzy blonde. <laughs> I'm here. I'm not dead. So happy to be here. I'm not dead so, yet. 
Not yet. <laughs> Merely a flesh wound. Give, give, give her another vacation or two, then you know we'll discuss that. No, I no, I take that. I'm taking that back off the table because I jinx her when she goes on vacation. So yeah, no more vacations, no more jinxes. It's celebration time. So, um, as you could tell from all of the other background noise, we have a whole slew of people with us tonight on an evening at the movies. Um, well, no offense to the smart ass below me that likes to rag on stealing things from the Pacific Northwest, but we're going to introduce the guest of the hour first. So, because it is her episode. So, welcome back to an evening at the movies. Jean, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well. And yourself, sir? Oh, I mean, <laughs> like we said in the early intro, my hockey team got their ass handed to them last night. But bonus, there was a lot of really fucking good fights last night, though. We at one point gave up trying to score, and it was all about trying to freaking knock them on their ass. So mm. that's hockey to me. Yeah. But. Um, before, before we get to the other member of Mount Sipmore at the bottom of the screen, though, um, would you like to introduce who is sitting behind you in the other side of your screen? Uh, yeah, he's beside me. And we've got Squatch for the first time on an Ooh. evening at the movie. Yay! What's Hi, up? Lover. What's up there, girl? Oh, you know. Get my ankle <laughs> ready for you, baby. I just uh, be sure to save your cast when to take it off. Give me something to smell. Okay. <laughs> I figured it was going to be later in the episode before we got to the inappropriate gross stuff, but yeah, why not? Let's rip the bandaid off. That you don't know Stephen very well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Steve, it was Stephen and George that introduced the concept of the cold Carl on you. one of the yeah. two podcasts. Yeah. Or hot Carl, or whatever the hell Carl it was, and then we deep dove well, into either more. Or or either way, yeah, it's one of those things where don't go Urban Dictionary shit that you don't. That anything that comes out of Stephen and George's mouth, do not Urban Dictionary the definition. You won't be impressed with what you find. But we are very happy to have you on the show for the first time. Welcome, Stephen. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Um, well, and last but not least, um, rip the bandaid off. Let the basketball stealing jokes begin. Linja! What's up? How is our Sunday? How was practice today? Uh, good. Good. Um, had some good moves, had some good shots, got shot a few times, but uh, the, the new line for this year is coming together, and uh, I think we're going to do okay this season. Okay. Okay is, for, okay is second best. Ooh, yeah, it is. What's in your can, bro? Nothing. Nothing. Emergency. What's in your can? Oh. I'm not going to take it. I don't want to hear you bust my fucking balls. I mean, it's a monster. Because I need to stay awake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Jean loves to go on her soapbox about freaking energy drinks. Yeah, well, uh, case in point, sitting right next to her. Yeah. 
PSA. They're not all created equal. I drink the zero sugar shit. I'm they're not all, they're all of them. created equal. They're all equally terrible for your heart. <laughs> I know. Spider-Man. It's all fun and games till you get AFib. Yeah, exactly. True. And so that's not fun at all. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Lies. Well, it's kind of shocking. I survive entirely oh, on, oh. on caffeine and hate. <laughs> so before we get into what we're here for, um, Amanda, would you like to do something, preferably acapella, so we don't get banned on YouTube again? <laughs> yeah, I guess no more no more music. Oh <laughs> man! Chris took his Fine, I'm not gonna do it. Yes, you will. It's my okay. birthday. That's it's my true. party. That's <laughs> your, your 30th? Uh it is, is the it will be the time? it will be the um 16th anniversary wow. of my 30th birthday. Congrats, congrats. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to do my best with my, my flu voice and my... I sound better than I did the other night. Hey. Okay, TV gonna... Buffet. Ba -na 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 -na, you say it's your birthday. Ba -na 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 -na, it's my birthday too, yeah. Ba -na 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 -na, you say it's your birthday. Ba -na 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 -na, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> I'm glad it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Jean. Yay. Thanks. Um, an, evening, an evening at the movies does not own any copyright to any of the music that was sang acapellically by my co-host. Please do not sue us for copyright infringement. Whatever. We now return you to your regular schedule. I changed a word. I own it now. That's right. Hey, all I know is she's done this numerous times on numerous episodes for birthdays, whatever. And God's I couldn't upload. I couldn't upload the damn video for the anniversary episode because I. I we think were doing it on YouTube before, so now we know. YouTube well, doesn't mess around. They're serious about their copyright infringements. Yeah. Which I can get confused about because, like, I pulled like, aud like audio off of YouTube before and used it, but just never the way it was done on that anniversary episode so i don't know well, i just know i'm not doing it music and stuff too so i we all learned something yeah yeah don't That's fuck with the, don't fuck with the almighty youtube they'll freaking shut your shit down stupid youtube so, like youtube right now right <laughs> right <laughs> they'll do it he's crazy <laughs> So obviously, as you could tell from Amanda's award-winning singing, that you know is matched only by her idol Tay Tay. That we are here to celebrate the birthday of um, our Podmigo, our Mount Stepmore cohort, Mrs. Higgins herself. By the way, Mrs. Higgins, does, does that mean that you're officially related to this charismatic college student that I heard of named Carter Higgins? Um. Yes. He came straight from her bro. He did. I kind of sort of stole a freaking joke from the beginning of the freaking movie where the one chick asked Michael, Michael Bolton, are you related to blah, blah, blah. No, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. 
Why should I change my name? He's the one that sucks. He's the one that sucks. <laughs> no talent ass clown. One of the yeah. best phrases ever uttered in the English language. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> We uh, know that Papa Palpatine loves Michael Bolton. Uh, yeah, the Jack Sparrow song. Fucking that Jack hello. Sparrow song is incredible. <laughs> the Jack Sparrow song is great. Ah, <laughs> uh, so birthdays, happy birthday, Gene! Um, but we cannot have a Mount Sipmore episode of an evening at the movies or the Sipless, for that matter, without doing something that is long overdue. We're going to do birthday sip libs on an evening at the movies. Woo! All right. Amanda, would you like to take over the reins from here and explain what the birthday sip libs are and do the thing? Yeah. Who's she explaining uh, it to? First time listeners, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. In case you're a first time listener, mm -hmm. um, on the sip list, we have a segment called sip libs, which is just mad libs that we make insane. So that's what we're going to do here. And um, this one is called, in, in honor of my favorite song from the movie, this one is called A Gangster Story. A Gangster Story. Nice. And it feels good to be Jim a gangster. it feels good to be a gangster. Yes. So we'll start with um, the birthday Bob, Gene, me an animal. An animal. Let's go with a liger. Liger. Steven, a noun. Mm. Punching. That's not a noun. Uh, That's okay. a verb. <laughs> Person, place, or thing. Yeah. Thank English God is hard ready. for him. Uh, let's go Mississippi. Okay. All right. Don't be afraid to say like penis or nipple or you know anything inappropriate. Anything Cold inappropriate. Carl. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Chris, a place. Vagina. Nice. <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> inappropriate nouns. Casey, plural noun. Uh, no, that's a very appropriate noun. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy you made oh. it work out so that I get the plural noun. That's so nice of you. Thank you so much, co-host. Uh, Roast beef curtains. <laughs> Okay, the next one's an adjective, so I'm going to go ahead and put certifiably fuckable. And then for me, a body part. First adjective. What is it? Certifiably fuckable. Hmm. It's the rule. A body part. I'm going to go with... A broken ankle. Bro I am going to go with broken ankle. <laughs> Guma. <clears throat> uh, Jen, a noun. Another noun. Let's go with cock ring. Nice. On your whorehouse. On my whorehouse. Okay, Stephen, a noun. Another one? Yep. Nouns. Um, anal fissure. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Mississippi to anal fissure. <laughs> Because he knows that inappropriate is fine, all bets are off. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Chris, a verb ending in ed. Defenestrated. Nice. Duh. Casey, an adjective. Um, 
hold. Okay. Oh fuck! I missed. Well, no, I'll leave that one for Chris. Okay. Thank now you. Now for me, I'm gonna say TPS report. Uh, Jen, a verb ending in ed. Um. Let's see. I mean, because nobody else has said it. Fucked is. Yeah. I was yeah. waiting for Chris to say that, but he didn't. So. I went with tradition. Okay. I know. Ow! 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 Uh. Last one, uh, adverb, Stephen. Ends in L-Y. Gingerly. Let's go. Gingerly. gingerly. That's a good one. <laughs> gingerly. In honor of our made up a gangsta story. <coughs> Sorry. Okay. Tommy, the gangster liger, was walking up the street to his Mississippi in the vagina. But just as he came inside, <laughs> he saw that all his gangster roast beef curtains had been replaced with certifiably fuckable stuff. He was so mad that he kicked his broken ankle and fell into the cock ring. Then when he got out, he started searching all of the Mississippi. But after five hours of looking around, he saw an anal fisher walking around with all his bling. So Tommy stopped the fool and defenestrated all the items that the anal fisher had stolen from him. What's your problem, you cold TPS report? If you want to be a gangster, buy your own bling and clothes and don't steal mine, Tommy fucked. And then he went home and lived gingerly ever after. Wow. <laughs> Man, Tommy, Tommy in business. Tom, Tommy, oh, have you guys heard this new phrase that the kids are using? Standing on business? No. I had not heard this before. Tommy is standing on business. <laughs> First of all, the side of the screen that actually has children does not have young enough children to be up in the hip lingo anymore. So. Neither do, I mean, I, well, I heard it from Abby, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's just another way to say a say of taking care of your shit, doing your job or whatever. Standing, like standing on business. On huh? It's like standing on ready. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Tommy was standing on business, yo. I feel like that was one of our lamest ones. Yeah. I mean, the not quite as lame as the one that had babies and got me banned from picking. Once to do from now on. Cringing and rolling at the same time on that one. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that from the other room. And <laughs> yeah. You should have known people. since the word family was involved that maybe we shouldn't have done that one. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I just opened the damn book to the first blank one that I saw and it was there. So I was like, okay. And then literally like the second one was like, certifiably fuckable. I believe, yeah, it was baby after adjective, which means a certifiably fuckable baby. Yeah. Not appropriate at all, but I digress. Um, birthday girl, would you like to let the listeners know what movie you picked to discuss on your birthday? Uh, yeah, we picked the amazing classic Office Space. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I almost would have laughed if you had 
pulled the rug out from underneath Amanda and said, we're here to discuss Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> so we'll be saying farewell to Amanda. <laughs> I'd sit here and listen. Knock us up the movie for me. Well, Wait, I know you that one. I'll just take this over here. Isn't that the third one? Uh, fourth, isn't it? Oh, okay. Is it? I've only seen the first three. Uh, that would be movie number six, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, I'm behind then. <clears throat> Uncultured swine. It is. But I digress. Right so, before we get to the discussion, uh, Office Space released on February 19th, 1999, directed by Mike Judge, released by 20th Century Fox, had a $10 million budget, $12.2 million box office. Um, you can find it to watch on the amazing Warner Brothers owned app called Max. And time to guess the Rotten Tomato score, peoples. Birthday girl, you can go first. Um, man, I would like to think that they like this movie, but they don't like a whole lot of movies. So I don't know. Maybe like a. I'm gonna go super low, twenty percent. Oh. Stephen, would you like to wager a guess? I'm gonna say seventy-six. <laughs> Mm, Pop Palpatine. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of going with with Jen there because they don't like a lot of movies and they definitely don't like Mike Judge in general. So I'm going to say 45. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, let's all remember what the first two movies that Mike Judge directed were: Office Space and Beavis and Butthead Do America. Both great movies. Great. I agree 100. percent And don't forget but... the great the great book that came out in the companion with Weavis and Butthead called "This Book Sucks." Very true. So, uh, before you wager your guest co-host, what is the "I Did Not Make These Rankings" podcast network motto for Rotten Tomatoes? Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Exactly. Now, what do you wager your guess okay. at? I always, I know, I always forget. Are we going tomato meter or audience meter? Tomato. Okay. Tomato wow. meter, I'm going to say 64%. So I am comfortable in saying that one of the four of you was literally within 5% of the actual Rotten Tomato score. And we're going to 86, Amanda's guess, right off the board, because it was probably the second closest, which uh, means we have the winner and the two way, way horribly bad <laughs> misses. Um, Pop Palpatine, yours was way off base. Jeans, yours was way off base. Steven wins the prize with 76%, because the official critic meter was 81%. Oh, wow. wow. So the audience meter has to be in the 90s. <clears throat> well, okay. I've a lot lately. I've done episodes where like the critics actually had a lot higher score than the audience did. Not naming any names. The program. But we're not going back down that road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that was 
90% talking about other shit and 10% talking about the program. Yeah. But was still one of the highest ranked episodes from last year. So go figure. Nice. Um, so, uh, co-host, would you like to wager a guess as to explaining the plot to the listeners? Yeah. Wait, where are I winning? <laughs> um, a high five. Yep. You you get. Dean, birthday make sure sex. you deliver that high five for me. No, you get birthday girl sex. High five. High five in the ball tip. Happen to Amanda's rotten cast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spray perfume in it if you want, or I'll, you know, waft my lady fumes into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spray perfume that way, your foot smells like dead hobo in a fruit basket. <laughs> that's great okay Uh, all right co-host the floor is yours damn it sorry about the street noise all right it's been three years we're accustomed to it right well i'm in my bedroom and it's a lot louder here okay Mm -mm, not (laughs) tell george to stay quiet then yeah Mm -mm. this is a loud room okay Corporate drone Peter Gibbons hates his soul-killing job at software company Inatech. While undergoing hypnotherapy, Peter is left in a blissful state when his therapist dies in the middle of their session. He refuses to work overtime, plays games at his desk, and charms two consultants into putting him into the management fast track. When Peter's friends learn they're about to be downsized, they hatch a revenge plot against the company, inspired by Superman 3. <laughs> I love the Superman 3 thing. That's so great. (laughs) You know, it's like Superman 3. Yeah. That was Richard Pryor, right? Yes. Yep. That was the one before he tried to rid the world of all nuclear weapons. (laughs) Otherwise known as the half of the Superman, Christopher Reeve world that people want to forget about. But... (laughs) All right, so first discussion question, are we ready? Yep. Again, we're going to start with uh, the Higgins portion of the screen. Um, Gene, if you won a million dollars, what would you do with it? I mean, obviously, I'd do two chicks at the same time. Besides two (laughs) chicks at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would... I would save it, put it in a savings account. Oh my! And invest it like so boring. We would invest for sure. Well, actually, I say that we would pay off all of our like our house and our car. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, supposed to answer it for the with the inspired. It's supposed to be like the, you know. I don't have what would you do if money wasn't an option thing or whatever. Have we done the math to determine the difference of a million dollars right now versus 1999? Because I guarantee you that delta is a fucking big one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's see. So, I mean, that would be like in 1999, what would you do if you had $200,000? Right. (laughs) Kind of a different question. In 1999, if I had $200,000, one wild house party. 
to this, so, $1 million from 1999 is equivalent to $1.851 million today. Oh, I got $1.871. So it's almost $2 mil. Yeah. Basically. That's the either way, it's, either yeah. way, it's a lot of freaking money. So, I'm sticking with uh, my two chicks at the same time. All right. So, can I um, No, no. I said, can I be one of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, Stephen, Stephen might enjoy that. <laughs> I can't pay you for that. <laughs> Apparently, I can't pay you for that because you give it away for free. So. <laughs> so, no, either way, she's going to foot the bill. What? I said, either way, you're going to foot the bill. I'll use the money to improve my skills. How about you improve your balance instead? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, are you riding or dying with your wife there, Stephen, or are you using your million dollars to buy more pairs of flip flops? A lot of flip flops. Yeah, so I buy the old Navy flip flops, and I order them like ten at a time, and it's only like thirty bucks for all of it. So that's a lot of flip flops. It's a shit ton of flip flops. A lot. Um. Yeah, really, million bucks, not a whole lot of money. And is this million net or million that's getting taxed? You're getting a little too. Yeah, deep. you're over there. Wow. <laughs> Because if it's tax, that's five only five hundred thousand. This is a million non-tax. Million non-tax. Plus um, the IRS. Probably paying off all the bills, buying a new truck, uh, taking the family on a really nice vacation, and then whatever's left is going into retirement. Whatever's left is going into my other. Two chicks at the same time. Yeah, because <laughs> we're bougie. So, so in other words, whatever's left being like seventy-five cents. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, Pal Palpatine, your million dollars. Um, I'm buying a Ferrari and hopefully getting that to use uh, using that to get two girls to double up on me. <laughs> Does your other half know about this? The Ferrari? I should hope so. It's going to be on the fucking driveway. <laughs> You're going to leave a Ferrari in your driveway? I'm going to say, I live in yeah, right. one of the sketchiest parts of the freaking country. I know good and hell well if I bought a Ferrari, it ain't staying in the driveway. Okay, fine. I will get a house with a garage. And Thank you. definitely hope that the Ferrari will help me pull two chicks at the same time. Kind of chicks that would double up on a guy like you, anyway. That's right. right. Probably right. you only have one chicken there at a time. You buy new... no, 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 hold, hold, hold on, hold on. That snail trail is not coming out of the leather. They can get it in the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Co-host. Well, if I want to be practical, I would say I would use it to pay for the house we're about to build, and it wouldn't even cover it. But if I'm going to be fun, I would say I would use it to travel the world and have a personal physician with me at all times. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Time out. 
so many places yeah. you haven't fallen. Fall over I should have prefaced your portion of the still. question without saying vacations are not allowed because for a million dollars, you go on some wild vacations and you probably wouldn't make it back. I'd rent a super yacht and just do that till the money ran out. And it was oh. Titanic in the middle of the freaking Atlantic yeah. Ocean. <laughs> so, Hello. you want to create more ways to injure yourself and or die. Drowning is not on the table. Right. <laughs> Sharks. Jeez. What would you guys like me to do with my million dollars? Give it to me. <laughs> or two chicks at the same time. Okay, that yeah. <laughs> two chicks at the same time. So this sounds well, like for you, for you, you me and Gene and four other girls. That's a that's a lot of action. A lot. Although if you go to Thailand, you can do two chicks at the same time and still have like $999,976 left. So In Thailand, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Man, Bangkok. Bangkok makes a hard man humble. Exactly. But did so you die? What are you doing with your million dollars? I am replenishing my savings account that has literally gone to almost non-existent in the last six months. Thank you very much. I'm freaking bored, boring and stupid like that. Nothing stupid about saving. Nope. I did say that first, and you guys shit on my answer, so. Yeah, but you also have a freaking job and a whole seconds. lot of resources around you. I have jack shit i have yeah. an evening at the movies and we don't even get to make money on an evening at the movies yet so hashtag spoiler alert if you're watching this episode of an evening at the movies um please like and subscribe so that hopefully we can reach the 200 subscriber window and start making money for me talking out my ass for an hour hour and a half every week so let's go <laughs> so for those of us that have been here, we all know that the one of the main first questions we always get to to start off the discussion, though, what about the movie does everybody enjoy? So, as always, Birthday Girl gets to go first. So, Jean? What is there not to enjoy about this movie? For real. I mean, if you don't enjoy this movie, you're uncultured swine. It's all of it. It's just a great movie. It's snarky. It's funny. It's relatable. So fucking relatable. It's Gene's life story. It's snarky. <laughs> <laughs> snarky and funny and relatable. <laughs> well, okay. Like literally the other day when she picked this movie, it was, I'm not going to go into detail, but she was having a rough week at work. My brain and was mush. Like it was literally mush. <laughs> She literally picked the movie and followed it up with, I believe this is a time where I feel like I need a baseball bat and a printer type moment or yeah. whatever the exact wording. I don't remember exactly said, what the wording was. I felt, I felt very strongly like wrecking a printer or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, somewhere along the same line, but you get the whole yeah. point. Yeah, I got to do it to a credit card machine once at my last job. We got nice. a new terminal, and you're supposed to destroy it. And I was like, I'm going to office space this bitch. I get a hammer and just beat the fuck out of it. It was great. Yeah. Well, and I'm even surprised like, you didn't hammer your own finger. 
even the very beginning of it, when they're in traffic, <laughs> it's relatable. I can't tell you the number of times that I have watched people office space in traffic and I just uh -huh. shake my head. I'm like, stop office spacing. They're not going anywhere any quicker than we're going. Yeah. Like, stop switching lanes thinking you're going to get ahead quicker. Every time I switch lanes in traffic like that, it fucking happens to me. And that's exactly what I think of. Yep. I'm just waiting to look over and see the old guy passing. No, it literally happened to us last night. We got into Seattle and we're traveling up I-5, and my amazing sister-in-law decided she was going to get over into the next lane because it was going a little bit faster than the one we were in. And five seconds later, it stops. And the other lane starts moving, and it's like, oh, God, we're going to office space this shit all the way to freaking the arena. Yep. And we did until we got to downtown. So good times were had by all. Relatable. Very much so. Um, Thank you. Uh, you have to climb the change arena safely. <laughs> yes. We got there safely, but evidently the rest of the team didn't. Hashtag five to fucking two. But I digress. Um, Pop Palpatine, did you have anything to add to the long list of greatness of this movie? So I, I think the, the comedy in this movie comes from two places. It, it comes from... Not one, two. Yeah, it comes from the conversations you have about the movie afterwards. It, it's sort of like Napoleon Dynamite in that way that it's not all that directly funny. But the conversations you have about the movie afterwards and the quoting of the movie afterwards is kind of funnier at times. Uh, and just like, yeah, it, it's so fucking relatable. Um, I'm pretty sure I had Lundberg as a boss at one point. <laughs> we I all? think everybody has at some point, yeah. My last boss. Just saying. <laughs> I hope. To, well, no, wait. I don't care if he actually freaking listens to the damn show because I don't work for him. He doesn't control me anymore. So. Yeah, fight the power. He probably damn knows he's Lundberg anyway. <laughs> True. So the, if you put the manager at the at the at the restaurant, I swear to God, I work for that motherfucker at McDonald's. Hmm. Ah, uh, the big restaurant network that is very cyclical, where everybody works for everybody from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. We have another Higgins. Hey, Carter. What's up? Does he want to sing and dance for his <laughs> supper tonight? Because that's, that's what he does all the time anyway. There's some music on Hill Dance. No, 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 no music. We're not. No, I need to drop a beat. Diane. Yeah, just see his dog. That's my dog. Oh, not to come wish his mom happy birthday a week early. We're doing my birthday ball. episode. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know when it is. So we and had this whole conversation yesterday. Neither of the kids knew how old she was going to be. March 3rd. She's they didn't know what year I was born. 
born in 19... They're like, you were born in 1974, right? Just have like, a conversation. 78? I want to punch both of you in the throat right now. I don't, think, I don't think Abby knows what year I was born. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. In grace. We know when you were born. Yeah. Not I would hope you know when Carter parachuted out at... You were there. He wasn't. You can't bust his chops too much. He wasn't there? When she was born. Okay. <laughs> oh. Like, you were not there when I'm... Carter was born, so you remember the fucking <laughs> occasion. Said... Carter wasn't there when... when, when he Jim just said, how many ginger fuckers have you had? <laughs> <laughs> nice. There has been no ginger fucking in this house that I'm aware of. I won't. Today. I should have took a gummy. Uh, that's amazing. Um, okay, Casey, is it is it to me now? Yes. Okay. Um, I got relatable like and snarky and all of that. Yes, we get that. Um, when I was in college, I I had a summer job working at um in Mid First Bank's legal department, and so I was like the um admin assistant to the the head guy, the head lawyer. But there was like six other lawyers there, and they You're all got to use me at their discretion. So okay. I had like seven bosses. And the first time I watched Office Space, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so relatable." Like I don't need to hear everybody telling me the same thing. Like, and I swear to God, every time I see PC load litter, I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And why does it say paper jam when there is no paper jam? Always. So what is it that you say you do here? Yeah. Can we, can we go back to the part where she says head guy and passed around? Yeah, used at their discretion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What does that mean? My administrative skills, thank you very much. Yeah. Someone's PC load letter got jammed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end Better of the day, I'm pretty never. sure all five of us grew up on Beavis and Butthead. So None of us should be surprised at the level of humor that Mike Judge writes. I honestly didn't know it was a Mike Judge uh, film until today. Yeah. I was like, yeah. it literally says it at the beginning of I the movie. pay attention to that shit. He doesn't. But I don't, I don't think Office Space is the same kind of humor. I mean, I think it's... It's, it's more cerebral like Daria than it is yeah. Butthead. Yeah. But still. Um, so... You have the other side of the coin, too. I mean, is there anything about the movie that people care to dislike? Love Not that. us people. <laughs> no? I don't, I don't have anything well. about it that I don't like. I, I, I don't think it's aged all that well. Um, yeah. I, I don't hate it. It's just... So my problem with that movie is I didn't get a chance to watch it until everybody and their mother had run every fucking joke into the ground. Um, so by the time I got to watch the movie, I could give zero fucks about anybody's swing line goddamn stapler. Hmm. Um, so I don't I don't hate the movie, right? And there's a lot of relatable stuff in that movie, and there's a lot of goddamn I've had those conversation moments in that movie. Uh, but it's not, to me, one of those ones I'm going to watch a lot or all the time. Um... Because whilst funny, it also reminds me of people that I want to fucking choke slam. <laughs> we don't watch it all the time. Like we yeah. rewatched it for this episode, and I can't tell you the last time that we watched it prior to this. 
So it's not I one of those that we watch a lot. If it's on right. TV, I'll watch it. Yeah. Fair. But it's Again, not... I, I, don't, I don't hate it. It's just, I, I wouldn't seek it out. I was about to say, we don't seek it out. I have before, but not in not in a while. Yeah, I used to same. watch it all the fucking time. Mm. I'm in the well, same boat, Stephen. I can yeah. kind of sort of get behind what I think Chris is trying to say, though. I mean, you can almost literally watch, just like scroll through your timeline on Facebook and watch the damn memes come up, even today, and right. have it basically tell you the whole story of the movie in about five scrolls. Although, Stephen Root deserved a goddamn award for saying all that shit is Milton with a straight face. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how many outtakes there were, and I swear they had to clear the fucking set for some of that shit. Because I would have been laughing my ass off. Just because he tells everybody exactly what the fuck he's going to do. <laughs> like, there, there's no... If you, if you The first time you watch the movie, you're like, oh, yeah, he's a mumbler. The second time you watch the movie, you're like, he fucking warned everybody. He warned everybody. He was telling he them we're going to be fucking nice town. He told them. No one paid attention. <laughs> Milton's my goddamn hero. <laughs> Did anyone here ever watch the shorts that the movie was actually created around uh, with uh -uh. Milton? Yeah. No. cartoons? I hadn't. Some, uh, he was like an SNL character for a little while. Huh. I don't remember that. And that's where the entire thing came from. I've not seen him. I was just reading that. Reading that. I'll have to look that up. I almost want to go back and dig it up now. Yeah, I saw that in the credits that was based off the Milton Shorts, but I'd, I'd never seen any of them. Um, and, and I get the feeling they're a lot like, there, there's a couple of old websites out there uh, going off on, on stupid people and corporate uh, entities. One of them's called the Chronicles of George, which is just a help desk guy twisting off about an idiot who keeps submitting the help desk tickets. And they're legit. It, it's some company that somebody was at and George is a fucking moron. Uh, um, and if you get a chance to read those, Oh, they're beautiful. Uh, so yeah, Mike judge at some point worked in an office full of idiots. Well, I think we uh, all have at some point. Right. Well, what I'm saying is that movie was written from experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think everyone here is working in an office full of fucking idiots. Though, and that's why the movie right. is so great. is just because, Everybody can relate to these just pieces of shit in this movie. Yeah. That you like Chris said you want to choke slam. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when it comes time for layoffs, they're the ones that get to keep their jobs, even though it's everybody yeah. else that does everything, and somehow they're the ones that get to stay. Like, well. Are they going to do all of the stuff I was doing? Right. 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 So. He has eight bosses, and all eight of them fuckers kept their jobs. Right? Except for Lumber. Been there. <laughs> Went through that all back in August. Yeah. Like, literally, I, for 15 years, sacrificed every part of my life for my damn job. And then when it came time for layoffs, it's like, eh, let's get rid of Casey and leave all the stupid people that don't know what the hell they're doing. Who Casey had to clean up all their damn messes. But that's because you were more expensive than they were. That was what I was about to say. They were cheaper. Um, no. 
by 50 cents an hour, literally, that's what the differential that adds up. is. Yeah, that's like that yeah, adds up over multiple people. It adds up so it can all go in Uncle Sam's pocket. And I think that's also very true. It speaks to like how corporations are run is there's actually people out there that are at jobs like that that do probably 15 minutes of actual real work in a week. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of these corporations could cut 80% of their staff and still function. And I think COVID kind of showed that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, unfortunately, after COVID, when they realized that, that's when they got super aggressive with some of these cuts that they did and these new restructurings. Yeah. So it, I mean, it, it was kind of a just kind of a shitty situation. Yeah. Unfortunately, for a lot of Double -edged people. Sword. Yeah. Well, I mean, laid off during COVID. <laughs> most of y'all got to work from home during COVID. I didn't get to work from home during COVID. I did for a few weeks and had to go back. I did, yeah, and then you, I got laid off. So yeah, you got laid off. I mean, yeah, and then you fucking quit. So hashtag fuck Dr. Kim. <laughs> the preceding message was pay bought and paid for by the We Hate Dr. Kim Alliance <laughs> on an evening at the movies. Yeah, I still worked there for a year after COVID, though. So, but yeah. Yeah, but you were not happy about it. I was not. And, you know, I can attest two other people on this show will agree with the fact that you were not happy in that last year that you worked for Dr. Kim. Yeah. Well, COVID was eye-opening for a lot of reasons, like what Steven said. But for me, it was the, I don't get paid enough to put up with this shit. Like, yeah. you know, almost getting attacked at my place of work for asking someone to wear a mask. Like, I only paid enough to put up with that. And when your boss doesn't have your back on that, when they set the rule and you're the enforcer and then they don't have your back, it's like, I'm not paid enough for this shit. Like, I, I Green, get Dr. Kim. working at McDonald's and have zero responsibility. <laughs> so. Better get my fucking order right, though. <laughs> PC <laughs> load right letter. Right up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mess up my freaking Big Mac, I'm coming through that window. <laughs> Do all beef patty. I I get uh, that whole Big Mac jingle though is kind of a fun. To all beef, really. Anything oh. at McDonald's is all beef. Are you kidding me? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's all beef. You just don't want to know what part of the cow it comes from. That's fair. Anus is considered beef. Hooves yeah. are hooves are considered yeah. beef if they come from a cow. <laughs> All it has to do is have cow DNA. I mean, That's right. It, it doesn't see a huge <laughs> choice cut beef patties. Yeah. Lips and assholes. The ears, the hair, it's all included. Yeah. It's like Subway when they did the uh, genetic testing of the tuna fish and it actually contained zero DNA markers for tuna. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who eats I, tuna from Subway? That's what I'm saying. I used to get the uh, seafood salad sandwich. How many times did you get food poisoning yeah. from Subway? Yeah, it was I'm not. Almost killed you, bro. Yikes. To be fair, it was a time in my life where I had 
really explosive diarrhea on a regular basis, so it's <laughs> hard to really pin it on one thing. I'm sure that didn't help. So a uh, rule of wrist for you here. If you can't see the ocean, order the steak. See? I don't like that I don't like seafood here because it's not fresh. Don't tell me it's fresh seafood. I was gonna say I think we had this discussion when I was there about how you all have freaking fresh seafood in Oklahoma when yeah, like Thunderbird. So we oh, went to well, Boulevard. Anything from Dirty Bird's gonna fucking go in the dark. Not eating that. We yeah. went to Boulevard um, a couple weeks ago for dinner with some of Stephen's oh, friends. Boulevard. <laughs> she, the lady, was telling us their specials, and she was talking about the oysters. And Stephen was like, "So they're from Thunderbird, right?" <laughs> and she laughed. She was just like, "I mean, those are pretty fresh." <laughs> Kept talking about the fresh seafood from Lake Thunderbird. Ugh, exactly. I mean, oh, dirty bird. The only fresh oysters you're going to get from in Oklahoma are from the Rocky Mountains. Yes. And still water. Yep. Calf fry. Woo. Get you some calf fries. Yeah, buddy. Yuck. Yikes. No. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Bring us back in, Casey. Yeah, back well, to I'm fun talking about freaking all the crappy ass freaking fresh food in Oklahoma. I'm not gonna lie though, the Mexican food we had that first night was actually a lot better than anything you can get here. Wow, and that it wasn't was even good. the best. It was far. No, it wasn't. That was all. That was Alfredo's, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Alfredo's is good. Um, yeah. It is good, but, but we should have done Tar Hamaras. Oof. Yeah. Or is there a San Marcos mm -hmm. in Norman? Uh, uh, I don't believe so. Well, it doesn't matter now because you aren't there, but uh, San Marcos is great. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I miss the old house, even though they had a fucking desire to build a turnpike in your backyard. We drove by there yesterday and they're actually putting on the other side of the neighborhood, they're putting like section eight housing. So we got out at a good time. Wait, on, on Bob's side or on the other side of Indian Hills? No, so like Bob is here and yeah. so Turnpike was going here. Yeah. Um, on the other side of that field. And then there's a field on the other side of the back of the neighborhood. So the backyard of the people across the street from us Oh, back behind there, gotcha. they're putting. Although to be PC, I don't think we can call it Section Eight anymore. I think it's just referred to as affordable housing. Affordable housing, whatever. I mean, first of all, fuck PC, and second of all, I so thought you were going to say we drove by there the other day and found out that they decided they're not going to put in a turnpike because that was like the main reason why you wanted to move the fuck out. <laughs> Originally, oh no, they're going forward with a stupid fucking turnpike. Yeah, it got shot down though, and they uh, ruled against it, and then it was appealed, and then the appeal went through. But for a little while, it looked like a, it was not going to happen. So but honestly, I mean, smooth. yeah, going back to Norman yesterday, driving around, I don't miss anything in Norman. No, I mean, we knew some no. cool people down there. You know, I miss seeing them every now and then, but. 
Well, we know you Other don't. Than that, yeah. Norman is the worst laid out city I have ever been in. Is it, I know Jen doesn't. Seattle, Washington. Not a red fan. <laughs> that wasn't ever a problem for me. I mean, we lived there for 15 years. Yeah, y'all did. And, it. you know, that wasn't ever a problem. It's um, just game day trying to get around anywhere. And right. Norman is we so just never, we never did go anywhere. Yeah. If we were going on game day, it was after the game started. Yeah. And we would go do the grocery shopping or whatever. And then we were home before the end of the game. So like you learn when you live there, when to go out and when to not go out on game days. But once we moved, it it did not affect us at all. So. Norman has a lot of pretty old houses though. But anyway. Yeah. It's fine. We love it up here. You definitely seem a lot more at peace up there yeah we we are i mean we've got you know projects that we have hence the ladder <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say home is where steven's uh bone saw is <laughs> yeah yeah home is where steven does remodeling in his flip-flops yes while carter dances around while yeah, he does carter, it carter and i both dance around just to try to make it a fun environment um for us, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Stephen would uh, rather us not be having a good time while he's working, but distracting me ends up cutting off a damn finger. It's never anything like that. We wouldn't ever do it dangerously. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. It's a good time. And I so, do not miss that drive from Norman to downtown. Because that traffic to and from complete trash. Isn't Edmond to downtown kind of a trash drive? No. Oh. I depends on when time. you can get the fuck out of town. Yeah, it depends on when you leave because it was for me. So I leave at the same time as I did in Norman. Um, and it's I can make it there in 20 minutes. And there's some traffic, but it's not heavy at all. And I do leave early in the morning and I get off at like 3.15. So it's not terrible. So you don't have to office face it? No, but already like when I'm leaving work, southbound traffic on 235 to 35, that traffic is already backed up all the way to 36. So I don't miss that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. When we were driving through all of that crap, we were lucky that fucking Oklahoma was in fucking, I believe, Kansas State that weekend. So we didn't have to put up with all that game day bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a home game that weekend. Okay. So they were on the road getting their ass kicked. Just saying. I'm responsible for the losing streak that was that year. Flipping off my son? (laughs) No, I'm flipping off Casey. Oh, I thought you were flipping off Carter. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, but... No, it would not. It would not. Maybe that's how you by hiding under your car. (laughs) (laughs) So... He's an excellent driver. No, he scared you by hiding under your car is what he said. Oh, yeah. He said you you, you probably peed a little bit. Probably. I scare you. It doesn't, it doesn't take much to make her pee a little bit, but I digress. Wait, I've had kids, okay? 
Okay. We are not responsible for ladders after those fuckers destroy them. They were destroyed way before then. Let's not lie. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, Carter's going to turn around and walk right the fuck out the room. Exactly what just happened. He's like, okay, I'm out. (laughs) All right. So with all of that said, um, unless anybody has anything else that they feel we need to bring up and discuss. Um, I feel like we can move to the review portion of the show, but before we can do that though, I need to remind everybody of the rules of this portion of the show. (laughs) When we review and we rate the movie, it is on a scale of one to five. It's not 10. Not 10. Joke. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I didn't say you were going to say it. So, you know, it is what it is. But so, um, as always, the birthday girl gets to go first because it is her day, her episode. So, Jean, uh, the floor is yours. I think that um, just because I feel like this is one of those classic 90s movies, um, I'm going to give it a four out of five TPS reports. Damn it. She got it right. <laughs> I was going to use TPS reports. Pick some <laughs> My second choice won't get to me either, I'll bet. Probably it was not. The obvious one, so I didn't even go. I didn't even we put it on my list. We picked something from the movie to get along with our rating. Ah. Uh. So four out of five TPS reports for mine. For mine. What would you rate it? I would rate it a B PC load letter. A B? Yeah. <laughs> He's just making up his own rules. Hey. <laughs> he heard the rules and he said, screw your rules. I'm going well, I mean, on. you did that when we freaking I mean, did the freaking so, the Phoenix episode last month, or back in December too. So you know, what do you so, mean a three, you son of a bitch? Yeah, it's not a five. Play into four PC load letters. Um. Well, we'll just go freaking clockwise around the screen. So, um, co-host, you're next. Well, but then I'm gonna steal Chris's, but. No, no. Oh, you're not. You're so not. You want me to let Chris go first and steal yours? No, no, no. I I will. I will bet any amount of money that Amanda is not taking mine. Okay. Um. Yeah, I feel like we didn't really talk about the movie very much. Uh, There's so many. It's so quotable. It's so. I love how dorky Jennifer Aniston's character is. I love how cute they are together. And yeah. Michael Bolton. Why should I have to change his name? He's the one that sucks. Ooh. <laughs> or my O face. Oh, oh. <laughs> this movie is so fucking quotable. And Chris is right. It probably did get overquoted, but I mean, I think it's because it was so relatable. I can't tell you how many times a day at work I said PC load litter. What the fuck does that mean? And I still say it every time I see PC load litter. So, um, I think for me, I'm going to vote or vote score. I'm a little out of it right now on, on nostalgia. Like Steven said, I used to watch it over and over and over in the past, like 10 years. I've probably seen it a small handful of times, 
Um, I don't know. For me, it's a uh, five out of thirty-seven pieces of flair. Nice. I like it. <laughs> right there, co-host. Oh, you still Casey. <laughs> if you want the minimum to be thirty-seven pieces of flair, then just make the minimum thirty-seven pieces of flair. So apparently, TGI Fridays phased out flair as a result of that movie. That's funny. Yeah. I was wondering why they stopped wearing all that shit, but that yeah. every time I hear the word number thirty-seven, my first thought is in a row. In a row. (laughs) 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 All right, your turn, Papa Palpatine. You know, to to continue on a theme, this is kind of a kind of a rite of passage movie, right? For for Gen Xers, the the. Because we've all had that boss, whether it's in, in a restaurant or in an office or both. We, we've all dealt with some of that corporate bullshit of, well, didn't you read the email? Yeah, mm. well, let me send it to you again. I just <laughs> fucking told you I read it. You know. Um, right so, here. <laughs> so, yeah, the movie's highly quotable. It, it, it Thankfully, over the years, it, it has gone from constant quoting, constant memeing to kind of a niche thing. So it, it, it's actually more watchable now than it was back then for me. Um, but, uh, to continue on the theme, I'm going to rate this, uh, four years in federal pound me in the ass prison. (laughs) (laughs) See, I told you, Amanda, we're going to steal mine. That was a good one. Love it. So, I mean, literally I can repeat everything that everybody's already said. It's quotable. It's rewatchable. It's all of that rolled up into one. It's a great movie, obviously, for a bunch of old-ass freaking adults now who were, you know, venturing into their 20s when this movie is coming out. We can relate to it in so many different ways. I mean, this was literally like two weeks after I turned 22, and we all understand being under the rule of asshole dick bosses, and, you know, some of us have graduated moved on to being said asshole dickhead bosses asshole dick bosses i love that (laughs) don't call chris an asshole dick boss (laughs) hey i know you meant like dick bosses but the way you said it like the inflection was really funny (laughs) asshole dick bosses (laughs) i love it (laughs) and at the end of the day if the shoe fits then maybe um, Pop Palpatine should wear it, but I digress. I'm not bitter. Um, I'm going to go four out of five um, unused cover sheets for the TPS report. Nice. Really because I was going to use flare, but somebody else stole the flare from me. Well, you just didn't get that memo. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All of us will make sure you get another copy. You know what? So, yeah, what is it? Could, uh, Coming on Saturday and redoing well, the review. Yeah, that's one of the great. best parts that none of us mentioned was the Orlando Jones cameo. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, my name is Steve. I come from a okay. right, one thing I forgot to mention is that the cast on this movie I is fucking insane. Money laundering. <laughs> money laundering in the dictionary. <laughs> you could just give me one name of a what do you say? Of a, a drug dealer. Drug dealer. Yeah, good networking skills. <laughs> Did you used to be addicted to crack? Uh, 
Yes, I used to be addicted to crack. That's just a lie. Tell it helps me sell magazines. <laughs> uh, that was just that. I love that whole scene. What first? Uh, what uh, subscription did he have? End up buying like vibe, vibe, vibe. That was it. Yeah. What am I gonna do? With have you ever? Vibe? Have you ever watched? Um, after they load the virus into the or not the virus the the program the thing anyway and they're back at peter's apartment and they're drunk and they're dancing have you ever like looked at peter in the background dancing yes he's it is like, so funny because he's just like it's the most ridiculous dance yeah and, and i love I the fact that the virus was named virus like the file name that they yeah. fucking installed which is <laughs> Because we God knows, even in the nineties, the antivirus wasn't going to stop that one. Yeah, I uh, paused when they were doing the reviews, and we saw Lumberg's file. Uh, we saw how much he made. Any guesses on what he made? Yeah, this is a good one. Ooh. Annually, like his annual salary, thirty-five thousand dollars. I was going to say, say seventy-five. Like 50. So thirty-five, fifty, and you said seventy-five, Chris. Yeah. All right. Casey's closest. No, Chris is closest. No, wait. What did Chris say? Chris said 75. I thought Casey said 75. No. Nope. I said, said 35. 35. Oh, Chris, you win. It was like 78.55. Wow. Um, Which was good money in 1999. In 1999, that is. Yeah. 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 How many drove it? That wouldn't even buy you a one bedroom fucking studio apartment in New York City. Yeah. Uh, today. Rent on a, on a one bedroom in Long Island, for fuck's sake. I mean, that was in Dallas, so. <laughs> Well, but they never said where they were. Yes, because the neighbor went to Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, yeah, technically, when they filmed part of it, they were in Austin. Oh. And yeah, did I had you a friend take me on Judge that. actually made a cameo in the movie. Did he? Who? Yeah. So Mike Judge was Stan uh, from Chachkis. He was Joanna's boss. Oh wow. That's he had a wig and a mustache yeah. and glasses. Holy shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Stephen found all sorts of like fun facts about it today while we were watching. That's so awesome. I always wanted to know what lake they were fishing at when they went fishing. And I that's one thing I cannot find is where they were actually fishing at. I'm guessing if they filmed it, that scene in Dallas, they were at Tawakini. But they could have been in Austin, or they also filmed like the beach scene at the end. They filmed that in Florida. So, well, he said Las Vegas, so maybe it was Louisville Lake. Could have been. Could yeah. be Lake Worth too. No, yeah. Lake Worth is a far other direction from Las Vegas. Yes, because God knows they couldn't have driven anywhere. <laughs> could have been many lakes. <laughs> It could have been yeah. go fuck yourself, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone knows for a fact. Well, I would, but I'd have to drive further. Yeah. Find out and let us know. Yeah, we want to know what lake they were fishing at. Yeah. Chris doesn't like driving in Dallas. Nobody Who likes does? driving in Dallas. Fucking sucks. Nobody here. does. Yeah. I'll actually take that up a step. I don't like driving in Texas anymore. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Dallas. Like the entire state is. Not I don't like living here either, but that's a whole other story. I mean, my whole experience being in a vehicle in Dallas was not that bad. 
Yeah. But, you were here on the weekend, but it was still pretty busy, but it wasn't like, it wasn't crazy. I can still imagine, though, that Gigi was sitting in the freaking front seat behind the wheel, probably mumbling curse words under his breath. Burn this place to the ground. <laughs> My goal in driving to Dallas is to be in the middle Trick of fucking nowhere at 5 p.m. guacamole. <laughs> Love it. And I said no salts, but there was salt on the rim. <laughs> Poor Milton. Okay, oh, can you go right? Uh, pass. Pass, Milton. Pass. <laughs> oh, that part pissed me right the fuck off. Right. When that lady next to him didn't give him that piece of cake and she kept it for herself and he's just standing there like, I'm going to burn yeah. that place down too. Give me my damn cake. Yeah. So, for sure. poor Milton. Yeah, they gave, they had zero fucks to give about Milton at all. No. So, <sighs> this was awesomely am amounts of fun. Um, definitely happy birthday, Gene. It was Yay. an honor to celebrate you on your day one week early. Yes. My mom will be here next weekend, so that'll be fun. Which was why I wanted to make sure when I messaged you last week that we got this taken care of because I kind of figured you probably have some shenanigans going on for your I really don't like birthday weekend. anything on my birthday. <laughs> so I typically will not have anything going on, but my mom will be here. So I planned a surprise on her birthday one time. And she comes home and I'm like, well, don't change out of your clothes. We're going. And I like tell her where we're going. And it wasn't like anything big. This bitch starts crying. Like this is a day, guys. Legit starts crying. She's like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. So we ordered pizza and we were in bed by like eight. So nice. crazy times at the Higgins it house. Days. I just we wasn't feeling it. We typically play in the celebrations for the weekends because it is hard after a work day to do whatever. Remember that time I tried to play in a surprise party for George when we first started dating? And did you guys tell him about it? Somebody told him because he already knew when he got there. It would not have been us. Okay. Maybe you suck at surprises. Well, maybe I thought I did well considering we'd only been together like six months. I mean, I had. Steven's number, but I don't really, and I had Brian's number, but other than that, I didn't really have anybody's number, and we managed so to get basically, people there. You had the two important numbers is what you had. So they helped get, anyway. That picture of the four of us is so great. We're such babies. We are. It's been a long time. Yep. Eight, 18 years in May since we started dating. Jesus yeah, God. we're on what, twenty. Three mm -hmm. dating. So dating eighteen since you started dating eighteen years, but like five years since you got married. No, we've been married for ten. <laughs> but close, yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't very long after I met you before you were already outing the fact that Yeah. He took seven years. It took George yeah. fucking forever to freaking get down on a damn knee. Oh, he didn't even do that, but it's okay. It's still cool. It just it takes you about to get down that far. I mean, he's like I was nine foot. Say, that's a long way for them. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, he had to get and on he's still, Once he gets down on his knee, he's still freaking eight feet taller than Amanda. So right. Uh, <laughs> I love you, co-host. Mean it. I mean, he was probably a little gun shy, so I can understand that. 
Right, and then when he finally got down on one knee, she probably fell and hurt herself, so they had to take her to the fucking hospital. Yeah. (laughs) I understand, but it's not my fault that screwed him over. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Those were were tough times. So I've heard. Those were tough times. (laughs) The important thing is, you guys said I was prettier than her, so. (laughs) I never said that. (laughs) To say that. Maybe not anymore, but I know I am. So that's all. So, First time I saw her picture, I was like, okay, at least I'm hotter. She has big boobs. Oh, hotter. Wow. Stop. What? <laughs> this is so much fun. Um, as always, though, we can't wrap up the episode without thanking the listeners for being here each and every week and helping us celebrate the awesomeness that is Jennifer Higgins. Yeah. Because she Ooh. is the straw that makes that stirs the drink um yeah she's the straw of the ginger fucker <laughs> pretty much he's the straw and the ginger fucker i'll say he is the ginger he's fucker. the straw and the ginger fucker <laughs> i don't like the comparisons being made <laughs> this twist by the way is really quick you are not a straw steven more like a crazy straw. We say like the cucumber or something. Something a little bit better. You're the piece of celery in her Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, come on. That's not what I meant. I'm sorry. I was thinking about the celery in the drink, not that. Wow. Okay. Nasty. That's not what I meant, but yeah. Oh, would you? And there we go with the turn again. That took a turn. That yeah. <laughs> we're gonna veer back to being on the turnpike. And um, Chris, would you like to um, let any potential new listeners know about the wonderment that is One Step Paintball? Absolutely. Uh, uh, we forgot to mention earlier. I'm the host of the One Step Paintball podcast, where we talk about the culture, the history, and the sport of paintball itself. I just dropped a new episode with Andy Potter of Die Precision, talking about how to uh, contact and work with a sponsor. I've got an episode coming up soon with the Mulkey himself, Randall Barnes, talking about uh, paintball culture. And then I've got another one playing down the pipeline um, with Coach Ryan Gray of AC Diesel and his wonderful wife, Christy. That's going to be a four-person episode. Uh, Cassandra, my wife, going to be joining us. And we're going to be talking about uh, how to not ruin your relationship by doing all this stupid paintball shit. <laughs> That well, I mean, technically, great. you guys did have your 10-year anniversary while I was there. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, you know, you reached 10 years while you are doing your paintball, you know, fetish says a lot. So she well, would be the person to ask about it, how to uh, do over that. 20 with his wife, and he's had a way heavier, more hectic schedule than I have paintball-wise. So that's why he's going to rejoin us, and he and Christy are going to talk with us about uh, how to make sure that the, the sport does not ruin your relationship. Nice. Nice. Good call. So, um, I figured I would let you finish your rant before I chimed in with the um, obvious how to obtain and work with a sponsor. Um, I believe step one is admitting that you have a problem. <laughs> no, no, a sponsor, not a sponsor. Yeah. Sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> Not a not a sponsor. Right. 
whatever. Um, we'll that up. Miners, um, not miners. <laughs> is there anything coming up on the SIP list, or are we just, eh, it's whatever. You'll find it on social media. Yeah, I mean, right, I've been down, you know, with the vacation and then this. I still have. You went down. <coughs> well, you know, it's a it's a vacation first day tradition. And she's um, uh, not healed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, uh, there are a couple of episodes waiting to be released. I think this week um, we will have our top five uh, favorite Grammy performances ever. That was supposed to come out before I went on vacation, but I didn't get time. So Casey's oh, on wait, that I was one. on that one. Um, oh, yeah, that was the one with and... Benjamin, the happy yeah. hospice nurse. Yeah. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah. They all die in the ben end. Ben and Casey had fun talking about the Grammys. Um, poor Ben did not understand the assignment and thought he had to pick them all from this year's Grammys. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> but anyway. And then I've yeah, did he rank one of the number eight? Wah, wah. <laughs> I believe that actually came up in that episode too, by the way. The one performance, I think, I think it was one that they performed. Somebody brought up a Metallica performance. It wasn't me, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah, because that led to me bringing up the fact that you ranked one as number eight. I don't get over it. Anyway, the SIP list drops every Thursday. We'll be back again this week. So thanks for being patient. And um, yeah, you can find it all over social media and wherever you get your podcasts. And we do top five lists and have lots of fun. So again, um, for the thousandth time this episode, we cannot go anywhere without definitely making sure that um, – Jen feels all the love and appreciation on her day because it is her birthday. So happy birthday, Podmigo, Mount Sipmore, May. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, my bestie that makes sure that when the world's coming down around me, I get little trinkets in the mail with glass images of my cat on a moon and all of that stuff. Aww. So... You are an awesome friend, and I am glad that I have you in my life. With all of that said, though, coming up on an evening at the movies, we'll be here now for a half an hour. Just kidding. Um, uh, we are venturing into movies that everybody should see once in their lifetime. We have a whole bunch of stuff planned for the next two months for that. With that wrapping up, with that theme wrapping up with Chris's birthday episode at the end of May, where we will be getting together to discuss um, the various incantations of the iconic movie villain, the Joker. Nice. So Papa Palpatine has homework to do to go watch the Joaquin version and report back in that episode. He looks excited. He does. Look <laughs> He's smiling. Can't you see? I he think feels we'll be walking away like from that episode. About it, I think. You look like Wednesday Adams and the Adams family when they tell her to smile. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, this is how psycho that smile. Hundred percent. I'm a homicidal maniac. They look just like everyone else. <laughs> yep. Anyway, yeah. okay. 
but then after we get done with that, we're moving, we're going to spend a summer looking at the epic movie cinematic year that was 1984, which has a whole bunch of movies like Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Karate Kid, um, Color Purple, Purple, or not Color Purple, Purple Rain, um, Beverly Hills Cop, and Footloose, and a whole bunch of other movies that we will let everybody know and get closer to this summer because that's still a ways out. And I'm trying to be better about booking myself out for a year and a half this early. But with all that said, this was a lot of fun. I enjoy it. And again, for the last time coming out of my mouth, happy birthday, Gene. Thank you again, everybody. Thank you, Stephen, for joining us for the first time. You are welcome to come back anytime you want. Enjoyed it. It is lots of fun hanging out with us. I can say that. We are amazingly fun people to be around. (laughs) Although now I feel I've got to do one with Amanda now because she asked me to do one with her like way back when and I never did. I win. Amanda, I'm sorry. Just whenever you're ready, I'm there for you. I'm always ready for you, baby. I'm there for you. Okay. I'll be there for it out. Well, let's I, mean, I literally could like scroll down to the freaking. No, I won't do it because I don't like the version of that song anymore. I heard it enough back in October. Um, but yeah, definitely thank you, Chris, for being here for the episode and helping us celebrate Jen as well. Um, I'm going to shut up and quit talking, and I'm going to turn the microphone over to the co-host with the most and see if for the second time in three days she remembers her line so co-host the floor is yours i always remember my lines um yeah thanks everybody for watching listening uh joining us and hope you all come back for an evening at the movies goodbye bye and my line peace and hair grease